Well, good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Jen A. I am here in Colorado and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Today is Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today we're reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're in the foreword to the first edition. We're on page XIII. We're reading the first paragraph. It begins with, we of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women. And it ends with, our way of living has its advantages for all. We're going to read and comment on that one paragraph only. Today's readers, we have Team Tuesday, 12 Steps, Barbara W., 12 Traditions, Chris W. Our reader of the text is Leah S. Closing reader today will be Rena L. Our backup reader, thank you, is Susan S.H. And then our newcomer greeter is Betsy P. And second hour moderator will be Barb W. The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, November 13th, 2023, are the following. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study recording is 20,827. That's 20827. The 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study recording is 20,828. That's 20828. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members, and we are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting or accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine and we take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry this message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'm now going to ask Barbara W. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead and unmute, Barbara. Press star 1. Barbara I'm W, we can't. There you yes, go. We can hear you, you now. Go ahead. You're okay. welcome. Thank you, honey. I'm a, a grateful compulsive overeaters. I've been in the program for one year, and I'm doing great. I lost weight, and I'm grateful to be here. And I want to share uh, step uh, 12 steps. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food and that our life had became unmanageable. Two, we came to believe a power greater in ourselves could restore us from sanity. Three, we made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, we made a searching, fearless, moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitting to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, 
We are entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, make a list of all persons we had harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. Nine, may direct amends to such people whatever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, we were properly omitted. 11, we sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, only praying for his will and his knowledge and the power to carry that out. 12, having us spiritually awakened as the results of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our faith. I will now ask Chris W. to read the 12 traditions. Hi, this is Chris with the K from Nashville. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon AAOA unity. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop compulsive overeating. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me serve. Well, thanks so much, Barbara W. and Chris W. for reading the 12 steps and the 12 traditions this morning. This is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then we're gonna stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we do ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature that we're discussing. And we also share um, for approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators, that's one year, and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on the topic today. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. 
So to share, you're going to press star 1 to unmute. And once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phones except the speaker should be muted. Today, we're resuming our study in a new chapter. Well, it's not really a chapter. It's called The Forwards to the First Edition. It's at the beginning of the big book. It's on page XIII, and it's that first paragraph. It starts with, we of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women, and it ends with, our way of living has its advantages for all. Um, I will now ask Leah S. to begin reading. Thank you very much. Good morning, everyone. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than recovered more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book for them we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication be necessary we think this account of our experiences will help everyone better understand the alcoholic. Many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person. And besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. Okay, I'm going to set my timer. Okay, here we go. We, right, right from the get-go... We um, we're not an isolated lot. Uh, I'm not I'm I'm not doing this all alone. I'm doing this with God, and with this fellowship. It's unbelievable that I am a recovered um, compulsive overeater, and I am identifying. I am telling you um, uh, that I am a part of this group. And this is my recovery, to show others precisely how I have recovered. That's my story, my recovery, the way I, did, the way, um, I went through, um, I trudged really through this book in order to become and to understand what this book is trying to tell me and, and to maintain everything uh, that I, I I want so much to achieve, and the consistency of of my program um, is 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 really the um, part that has helped me, and this is what this book is all about. That it's it, it's the honest truth from every one of us that um, that are today that are amongst us. And, 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 and that are in these pages and that have practiced these things. I did not know that I'm a very sick person. And what does that mean? I had a terrible um, uh, uh, allergy to certain foods. And also, in my mind, it, it, it just, you know, it always kept repeating itself, whatever kept repeating itself. I had a very sick mind because um I was I was really really stubborn and and today I am changed and um I can only hope that when they're saying that we are sure that this way of living has advantages for all I can only sh- uh, share that really 
it, it, I could never believe that you could understand me or you could understand all my intricacies in my life. And, and just quickly, one share that um, uh, yesterday I spent the entire day in the emergency room with a sister that I had not been in touch with for 40 years. I mean, literally. And yesterday, my uh, empathy for her when she called me was just phenomenal. And um, it's just it just keeps getting better and better and better. And I hope she does feel better today. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you so much for getting us started, Leah S. Well, we do value everyone's experience, so we ask that you limit your share to every third day. That way, others can share their experience, strength, and hope as well. If you'll give me your first name, the first initial of your last name, and the state you're calling from, I'll go ahead Tina and put some names on people okay. that would like to share today. Tina Janice PM. Thank you. Victoria L. Victoria L. Joanne B. Lynn S. Uh, sorry, Victoria B. Christina and then who J. is after that? Christina J. Lynn. Joanne B. Thank you, Joanne. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Loretta A. I was like, I know I heard someone in there, but I was like, um, I couldn't grasp the la- the letter that you said. Okay, here's who I heard. I think I got everybody. Tina, uh, Janice, Victoria, Joanne, Christina, and Lynn. Did I get everybody? Well, not everybody. Well, we'll start with that lovely group of ladies. Vasa um, O. First. Sorry. Vasa that's okay. Thank I'll you. put you down. Thanks, Vasa. Thank you so much. All right. So let's get started with those seven ladies. And um, if everyone will press star one to mute your phone, you have three minutes. Tina, go right ahead. Thanks so much, Jen. Tina S. Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. Wow, what a, what a fabulous paragraph. You know, and it's already been said, the first word is we. doesn't say me. You know, and I'm so grateful that I was able to read that. And, and you know, as time goes on, I'm able to be that. That's the, that's the important thing. And, you know, it, I love that it talks about, it says, you know, that we, it show, uh, let's see, uh, more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. You know, and I looked up seemingly, and that is according to the facts, as I know them, you know, that I am hopeless, I have a hopeless state of mind and body, you know, and that this book is to show other alcoholics precisely, exactly how the first hundred have recovered. It's the main purpose of this book, you know, and it also talks about, you know, that um, for them we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication, no further proof, proof will be necessary. You know, and and I can, like it was said, you know, I can share my experience, strength, and hope, how I have gone through the big book, how somebody has taken me through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous to find that God that keeps me sober and abstinent one day at a time, you know, and and that I'm still a very sick person, you know, and one day at a time I have the opportunity to be free, you know, by giving freely of what, you know, others have been, have given me so freely and to stay abstinent, to follow a food plan, to have a sponsor, to sponsor people, to work these steps on a daily basis, you know, to do what I don't want to do, 
you know, and to, to get all these blessings, all these gifts. And, and it only happens for me through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and, and a God of my understanding. And I love it. It also says we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all, and even if it's only through me, <laughs> that somebody else has, has got some kind of advantage because I'm a different person today. So with that, I'll pass. I'm looking forward to hearing everyone else. So thanks again. Bye. Thanks, Tina S. from Florida. Up next, we have Janice P.M. followed by Victoria L. Go ahead, Janice. Yes, good morning to you, Jan, and good morning, everyone. My name is Janice P.M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater <clears throat> going through this for an umpteenth time, the first paragraph, and a lot of us have, you know, talked about we, and I see it uh, the same, but I can add that we means more than one, which I think is is awesome because, you know, when somebody writes a book and there's only one author, um, yeah, that's an opinion, you know, and somebody will come around and make another, write some more about this book, but it says here that this is their experience of over a hundred people that have gone through this book and did what they said to do, and they got recovered. What does that mean? That they were not cured, but they recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind, which meant for me, you know, I did seem hopeless. Um, but that does not mean that I was, it, it, you know, not necessarily so. That's what I see that seemed. And I did. I seemed hopeless with this obsession of my mind about when I dieted and I was, you know, um, I was free supposedly for a little while temporarily. And then the idea, my thinking came back that, hmm, geez, I really would like that. And um, so that's the obsession of the mind, my thinking. I couldn't stay stopped. And that was the obsession. And then, of course, you know, I had the allergy, which meant when I in ingested the substance or I did the behavior that, you know, that I was off to the races. So this book is telling me about a, over a thousand about 100 men and women who did this and they precisely exactly is going to show us us how imagine how we had recovered they're going to give us direction they're going to give us exactly their experience because that's the main purpose isn't it to be recovered to find a way out of my illness and, you know, I love this because no further proof is needed. There's no, there's no, that's why the book hasn't been changed, the first 164 pages, because this is the truth. And it does work and it still works. It worked then and it still works today. And what's amazing is this way of living, you don't have to be an alcoholic. You can be a compulsive overeater, you can be a gambler, you can be a drug addict, and this program will still work. It's universal. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. 
Perfect. Thanks so much, Janice PM. Up next is Victoria L. Followed by Joanne B. Where are you calling from this morning, Victoria? Hi. Good morning. This is Victoria L. Calling in from Muncie, Indiana. Thank you for your service, and um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share this morning. Um, we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Um, and to me, that first sentence kind of embodies step 12 and step one together, you know, to show others how we have recovered. You know, we have to give it away to keep it, as we all know. And then seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, if we don't admit that we're hopeless, apart from divine help or a higher power, um, we're never going to get it. Like that's step one right there. And um, it doesn't say to show others how to stop drinking. It doesn't say show to others how to stop eating or how to stop doing drugs or whatever people's addiction or issue is. It, it says precisely how we have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And um, to me, that embodies the fact that this program isn't about stopping eating. The program is about developing a connection with our higher power. And then my abstinence this time around, that's what I'm focusing on. Trying my best to focus on is my connection with my higher power. Um, and I have good days with that and bad days with that. In the last couple of days, I've been kind of down on the pity pot because I'm realizing like in the relapsing over the past year or so, um, the damage that I've done to my body, like it's profound. And um, I, and so what happens for me, uh, so what happened like this weekend, I went into a store to return a pair of slippers I bought online and they were having a sale. So I decided to try on some clothes. And normally for the weight that I'm at, there's a certain size that I can wear. And I tried on these pair of jeans. They were like a girdle on me. They were so tight. And then, you know, the demoralization of the three-way mirrors in the women's changing room in the bathroom and how quickly my focus spiraled from focusing on developing a spiritual awakening necessary to produce the essential psychic change. All that went straight out the window to, oh my God, how did I let myself get so fat and how did I let myself get to this point? And then, um, you know, I had something else I was going to do this weekend, and instead I took contrary action because I really, really wanted to eat over that, and I didn't realize how triggered that made me. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm still reworking my steps again, so I'm not at the point that I'm ready to sponsor others yet, but I find that, you know, we can help others recover just by sharing on the phone line like I am right now or reaching out and calling other people and making outreach calls and sharing. Time, please. Okay, thank you from our heart what's really going on with us. So I just really appreciate the opportunity to share this morning, and I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Victoria L. from Indiana. Up next, we have Joanne B. Joanne, where are you calling from today? Good morning. Joanne B. from Vermont. I'm a compulsive, uh, recovered compulsive overeater today. And um, I love this paragraph. I guess what what it made me think of is um, <clears throat> a few things. How, you know, when I was in this disease, when the disease was active, I was very I was very isolated and I was very solitary. And it's a very lonely um, disease. And 
you know, I tried so many different things that promised um, relief and promised that I would be able to lose the weight once and for all. And it was always like, you know, me doing it by myself. And I would be, I would achieve results, but I could never keep the weight off. And <clears throat> I was definitely hopeless when I came in here, but the minute I got onto an OA meeting, I immediately felt a sense of hope. Um, and I knew that I was in the right place because this isn't something I can't, couldn't solve this on my own. This is something that I need other people help me with. And today, um, it's something I still struggle, still struggle with, but um, I'm still building up my God squad, as you guys say, and um, looking for um, people to share this journey with. It's um, because it's like virtual and I'm driving to work every morning as I listen to this meeting, um, <clears throat> I don't get a chance to actually read the reading. I have to listen to it, and I can only listen to half the meeting sometimes, but I still feel connected. And um, anyway, um, it's, it works if you work it, and it's definitely, um, you know, it's not a one job. It's I need others, and I need... God, and um, I just appreciate um, the service, and um, I feel so grateful that I was able to find OA, and that's all I have this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joanne B. from Vermont. Up next, we have Christina J. followed by Liness. Good morning, Christina J. Good morning, Jen, everyone. Christina Jay from North Carolina. I'm so grateful to be hopeless today because every day I'm hopeless without this program, without God, without my fellows, without the tools, without the steps. I'm hopeless. I have a hopeless disease of an allergy and a state of mind that is jealous, irritable, pissy, angry, fearful if I don't work this program. It's my only chance for recovery every day. Every day I start again. Talked about starting again yesterday. Every day I start again. Every day, as people have said, I wake up an untreated addict. And this morning I was really untreated when I woke up. I was in fear. I was twisted. Who knows why? I don't really have a reason. Many times I don't have a reason. But I have this great time I can spend with higher power in the morning that will take me away from that seemingly hopeless state. Because he's the only one, all, all power and grace and just, I mean, I'm just so grateful we have a higher power because without that, we wouldn't, you know, no human power can relieve us of this problem. Yesterday, I heard a story in one of the meetings and this gal had said that a friend had called her after many, many, many years of no contact and said, how are you doing? And she said, I'm dying. I'm dying. That really struck deep. How many of us are out there dying today? Because we have a mind that tells us we can pick up the first bite. We can, I want to say F around, F around with food. We can have this, we can have that, we can have an extra bite, we can have an extra meal. Because we just don't feel good. We need something to fix us. 
Now, this is a program of a journey. It's a journey to where we learn one by one that those things don't work. And we have to be gentle and kind to ourselves because when I came in in 2014, in division specifically, I started the journey and man, did I try everything. Over-exercising, eating five bananas. Oh, I wasn't eating my non-absent, I mean, my absent, non-absent foods. Bananas are an absent food for me. But when I'm irritable, restless, and discontent, and they're not on my meal plan and I eat them, I'm messing around with my recovery. I'm reaching for something other than programmer God or you guys to heal my pain. That's the bottom line. So today I am still hopeless around my shit, but I've got this that will give me a state of recovery today. I'm still recovering, but it'll give me a better state of recovery today than I had yesterday. I'm so grateful. We, we can't imagine this pro with living without this program. I can't imagine it. Where would I be? I'd be 500 pounds without you guys in this program. God brings us in one by one through each other sometimes, through searching on the web, through a phone call to someone you haven't spoken to in 100 years, and they say, how are you doing? And you say, I'm dying. I'll finish up because we are dying every table in the disease. We die. So thank you for letting me share. Love you guys. Thanks so much, Christina J. Up next, we have Lynn S. followed by Vasa O. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Vision. This is Lynn S., compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. And, you know, there are some moments in your life that you just don't forget. They are so um, profound, so profound. In the first 36 years of my life, we're so miserable. And there's a that phrase, you know, the complete annihilation of my spirit and soul. I had, I remember, you know, my dad had died at 34 and I thought I only have to make it to 34 and then I'll die too. And oh my God. I endured another two years of living, and I, I thought I was going to lose my mind. Well, I had lost my mind. Life was just absolutely unbearable. And then I came into OA, and I read this forward. And what an incredible line who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. It just, it rocked my soul. It rocked my heart. And here is this incredibly spiritual book that is going to guide me and show me precisely how to recover. Before coming into program, I had no use for God. I had shut the door on God. I didn't want to know anything about God. And here I stand and have this paragraph so touch me, these first two lines, that I I can't even begin to articulate the feeling, the profound effect. And for the next 34 years of my life, This book 
and these words and everybody here have, has led me to connecting with a God of my understanding. And I just, it brings me to tears every time we read it, the profoundness of this particular moment. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Lynn S. from Toronto, Canada. Up next, we have Vasa O. I can't even say. But before you share, Vasa, if I could take just a minute to let everybody know who just joined us where we're at. We went back to the beginning of the book. We're at the forward to the first edition. We're on page XIII. We're reading the first paragraph. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women, ending with our way of living has its advantages for all. And we're commenting and sharing on that one paragraph today. Thanks, Vasa. Go right ahead. Thank you, Jen. And good morning, everyone. I'm Vasa, grateful, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from Florida. And I am so glad we have gone back to from the beginning of this book. And to be just reminded where I came from. And I'm just so, so grateful that I have found the program. And I was that helpless, hopeless woman trying to put the food down for many, many years of my life. And it was getting so progressive over the years. And I, I just gave in to the food because with everything I tried, it did not work any longer. And I'm so grateful that I was led into the 12 steps. And my sponsor gave me this big book. And uh, I just got a new book because the other one is just falling apart. I've used it, reused it, written everything in it. But anyways, I will never be so more grateful. And I remember she gave me the book and I said, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm a food addict. Well, you know, I didn't even know what they called I was food addict either. I found out I was food addict when I came to my first meeting. So and this I loved hearing this. I have it underlined. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than one hundred men and women who have recovered from seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And if we follow, I said, I want to know what these people, what is the secret? I've tried everything in my lifetime to, to put the food on, but I couldn't. I could put it down for a little bit, but I always picked that up. And I was ready and I was willing to surrender to a power greater than myself. Oh, God, whatever you call it, just give it to me. I do not want to die. And that was the beginning. That was the beginning. And I had a food thoughts last night, which I hardly ever, ever have them. I know at the beginning I did when I became abstinent, waking up in terror. I had broken my abstinence, like the alcoholics. And when they, be, when they give up the, you know, alcohol, they wake up in sweats. Well, I did, but I don't get up in sweats today. It was just another reminder. I need to be doing what I'm doing and I have the confidence and the support and I have the 12 steps and I have the tools and I have the people, my support group, to go through with me. So I didn't have to do it alone. It's we, we, 
all are together in this. And I am grateful I am recovered today. And in every area that I'm going through, if I keep on doing what I'm doing, I'm not worried and I'm not afraid. I'm going to go back into the food. Oh, also, thank you. That's just that. And then working the rest of the steps. Thank you for letting me share that task. Thanks, Vasa O. All right, so we're at the forward of the first edition. We're on the big book in the front, X-I-I-I, first paragraph. If you would like to share and you haven't in three days or so, um, please go ahead and give me the first name, your first name, the first initial of your last name, and we'll go from there. Loretta A. B. I heard Loretta A. Amy G. Annette, Gary S. Did you hear me again? Sorry. Me, say it one more time for me, please. Jerry S. Jerry. Okay. No, with an S. S. And Sam. Sam. Gotcha. No, Sherry. Sherry. No, Sherry, Sherry S. S. Thank you. <laughs> Sherry, you're so <laughs> patient. Thanks. Okay. I got Sherry <laughs> S. I got Amy. I got Deborah. I got Loretta. Who else is out there? Alec B. Alec, thank you. Annette. Up there with Annette. Yes. All right. Well, let me tell you who I heard. If I didn't hear you, I'm sorry. Um, if people do under three-minute shares, we might have time to squeeze a few more people in. I heard Loretta H., Devorah S., Sherry S., Amy S., Alec B., and Annette. So we'll go ahead and start off with Loretta H. Go right ahead, Loretta. Good morning. Good morning, Jen, the Gem, and all of you, along with my precious God, who are and is saving my life today, recovered in North Carolina. I love this paragraph. It's the answers to recovery. Uh, I looked up the word authentication. Um, it's the process or action of verifying the and identifying of the user's process. So thank God I am a user. And the we in this book is open. The me is closed off. So when I walked into the rooms, you know, that open-mindedness uh, came alive because I heard myself story after story after story. And um, the hopelessness is actually, it, but we're not helpless. We're not helpless. And that dash in the first step says we're hopeless, but we're also not helpless because we are here now is seeing the work in progress that other people have done. And like somebody shared on the um, first share, was that this is step one and step 12 all in um, about this book and how we find a connection with a power greater than ourselves. You know, and we today, we of Overeaters Anonymous have a solution. We have a way out. We, we, we. You know, we're like little, I want to say, like little when I was in my disease, but we today aren't little, little piggies that um, we can actually have a 
solution to a problem that will, will, will kill. And so I am so grateful that um, we are sure that our way of living has advantages for all. And this is my essence today. I really believe that. In fact, tonight I'm starting another step study with two people, and I go through the steps with them. And so I get so excited because I reveal and I heal because this is what this process does. Every time I go through it, every time I read a paragraph, I am getting God's healing powers in me. So today, all of you, please go out and share the great news and um, be abstinent because that's the greatest. That's the greatest. It's my spiritual essence. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Loretta H. Up next is Devorah S., followed by Sharia. Hey, Devorah. Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you all for being here. This is Devorah S., and I'm a covered compulsive overeater in New Jersey. Thank you, Jen, for taking the meeting, and everyone on this line that makes this meeting possible. Thank you for all your service and what you do for us. And I love the last line of that paragraph. Yes, ditto to everything that everyone was saying. I'm shaking my head, and I'm... Yes, yes, yes. And the last sentence for me is, I besides we are sure that our way of living has advantages for all. And, you know, honestly, you know, I came into this program because I needed to lose 150 pounds. And, and you know, that's that was the big advantage for me. That's what I needed to do to lose the weight. But I'm here still today, um, many years later, because not only is it that I'm abstinent today and I'm in a and my body is functioning the way it's supposed to be, I'm not taking any medication. I came in, I was taking a lot of medication for my my obesity, but but the things that I'm getting from this program and and the life that I'm leading today is is not just for me an advantage, but for the people around me. My family benefits, my my job benefits, my friends benefit. Everyone is, you know, just getting so much more because I'm, because I'm leading this life that I'm putting God first and, um, and, and leading a 12-step recovery program. And, um, you know, what a miracle that is for me today. You know, the other day I had the opportunity, I was with my daughters and on a, a mother-daughter thing, um, and, um, and by everybody's place, there was a, a paper that said, Dear Mommy, I love you because. And my girls wrote me such beautiful messages, you know, your generosity, your kindness, your, you know, always being there for me. You know, I don't know if 20 years ago when I came into the program if they would have had the same notices to me, but the same note. I don't know if they would have written the same thing. So I'm just so grateful that that this program works and I'm, and I'm, trying to get the full benefit and to take advantage of all that's given to me so freely from all of you today, and that I can give it over to others, the service that I hear on this line, and I could be of service to other people. Little by little, that's what this is about for me, getting out of myself and being there for the community, for my job, for my family, and, um, and that's God working in me for today. That's, that's for sure, and I'm just so grateful every day for an opportunity that comes my way that I could look at it and, and, and take it and, and, and be present. <clears throat> and, and that's all I have. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. Thanks, Devora. Up next, we have Sherry S. followed by Amy G. Go ahead, Sherry. 
Good morning, everyone. My name is Sherry um, S. I live in Deerfield Beach, Florida, and I am a grateful compulsive reader. And I still have to say I'm working on recovery. Um, I uh, I came in here at the end of, of July, um, again broken. And five years ago, I was broken when I came back to LA, and or came back to a food program. And what I what I saw in this, and when I opened it up and then started reading, was the glaring, um, uh, precisely how we have recovered. Um, and it, it's all capitalized. And in our generation today, when we use a uh, cell phone and we send a text message and we capitalize it, it says we're shouting it, we're yelling it out loud. And that's exactly what I see. Um, how how we have recovered, how I can recover is the main purpose of the book. And um, I just, I'm in, I'm in awe. I came in, you were working with others chapter. I, we went through that. We went through um, employees. And then, of course, we went into vision. And I've been listening every single day without fail. And if I miss, I go back and listen to the recording. But what I hear in these rooms, what I really hear in these rooms with your experiences, is hope. Hope that I can finally change some of my behaviors around, not necessarily food, but my behaviors in life. And that I can then pass this on to help everybody else who I sponsor. Um, I came in here and I'm not, and I'm, I'm food neutrality, but I was not emotionally neutral. And I'm not spiritually, I don't have the spirituality that I need. So, I am just grateful to hear all of you share every single day. And what I hear is hope all the time. And I think the last line says, yeah, I want, I want this advantage through all of you. I want this advantage of how to live this life, getting back. And it's simple. I hear it all the time on this, in these rooms. All of you who share tell me this is, a, this is the solution. And I'm really beginning to believe it. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sherry S. from Florida. Up next, I believe we have Amy G. followed by Alec B. Amy, is that you? Hey, Jen. Yep, that's me. Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks, everyone, for such an awesome meeting. Um, you know, we are sure that our way of living has its – oh, sorry, Amy G., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Maryland – uh, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. Well, if you'll excuse the pun, but there is so much more to this disease, this illness, than meets the mouth, right? And as others have said so clearly, that this really isn't about, it is, but it isn't about my compulsive eating. My, my compulsive eating was my response to life, and the problem was me. And this way of life that they're talking about here, I mean, I don't know about you all, but when you were younger like me, did I mean, I walked around looking like, did everyone else have the instruction manual to life and, and somehow I missed it? So I made up my, my own way of living my life out of selfishness, self-centeredness. I didn't know what else to do, but guess what? That just about killed me. And what this book is offering us, and I can say this to the newcomer with great excitement, and along with the, the hundred and the thousands of others, that if we follow the instructions in this book precisely, then we too can be recovered. You too can be recovered. There are more than hundreds and thousands who have followed the instructions in this book. They have put the food down. They have realized that our way of living of life, I have realized my way of life was killing me, you know, and that now 
I have a new way of doing it, but it's about putting the food down. It's about accessing power through the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous and then living in a way of living through 10, 11, and 12 that serves me and all of those around me in a way that we can get along and I can have peace, serenity, and contentment even when the whirling dervishes of my life when life hits hard. This is the way out. If I am who I say I am, this is a we program, and it says we here in the beginning of this paragraph, but there's only one thing that me, myself, and I can do, and that is to choose to surrender to who and what I am, a compulsive eater with a physical allergy and the mental obsession, so that I know that how I'm going to recover precisely via the instructions in this book. And that's only something I can choose to do and be willing to take the action to do it. And if I do, I can be like the thousands of others who have recovered from the seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. I have the instruction manual now. And the one in here is a lot better than the one I came up with, I can tell you that. And I am eternally grateful. There is hope here. I'm so excited for the newcomer if you're here. Please hang on. There is a recovered state of mind through this book. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Amy D. Up next, we have Alec B. And then Annette will be sharing. Go right ahead, Alec. Hi, good morning, everyone. This is Alec B. from Missouri. And you know, this paragraph... It for me is such a good reminder of how when I came in to this program and I first made those phone calls, I really did feel hopeless. You know, I I was just so into this cycle of binging and then restricting, and oh and yeah, well, a compulsive overeater and restrictor uh, recovered uh, for today by God's grace. But I was in this cycle right of of restricting and then binging and, and I was trying all these different ways, all these plans, all these podcasts, all these books. Um, even, even, you know, I'm, I'm a religious man and I was in prayer and I believe in prayer, but it, it, it was only when I could surrender to the program, uh, to the program devised here that I was able to be freed because what this program meant for me was a enlargement of my spiritual life that really let God run my life, that God is the director and that, and that God cares that God sees me and calls me by name and called me to this program and in fact i think even let me experience this disease as an act of mercy as an act of mercy that that i had this disease so as to deepen my love and to deepen my experience of of god and that through surrendering and recognizing this god cares about what i eat and this god cares about my compulsion of exercise or of weighing myself or of control that all of that whether i eat whether i don't eat whether i exercise whether i don't god cares about all that and on a daily basis um in in terms of my body and food or in terms of just my relationships with others in terms of school in terms of work in terms of family that god cares about all of that because god cares about me and that if i can let myself just be led on a daily basis by this god and i can turn with every decision say all right god what do you want me to do today how do who do you want me to help today how do you want to guide me today if that's the posture, well, then the food is, is nothing. It's just food. God is so much bigger, and God is so much more beautiful, and God is so much more attractive. And, and, and that's the relationship I want to, get to to found my life on, right? And so this program went from hopelessness to hope and and fear to faith and and resentment to love because I was no longer the one running it. 
and I was letting God run it and God uh, heal me. And that's what I have to do on a daily basis. On a daily basis, I have to let God uh, be the God of my life and, and be the one who is merciful to me. And, and with that, I'm grateful because it really was from hopelessness um, to new life, to resurrection. And, and, and so, um, yeah, keep coming back. I didn't believe it would work for me. I, didn't, I did not believe it would work for me. And it didn't for a while, right? Because I wasn't able to work the steps. I wasn't free enough. I wasn't honest enough. But once I did, once I did surrender to it and really give myself this program, realize I'm like every single person here. I'm not better than anybody else. I need to do the exact same things. That's when I was able to give my life to this and be freed and find joy. So with that, I pass Alec B. from Missouri. Thank you. Thanks, Alec. Appreciate that. Up next, we have Annette. Annette, you have Can three I be heard? minutes. Where are you calling from, and what's the last initial of your um, my last initial first initial is of F your last name? <laughs> okay, F is in Frank, and I am in Florida. Thank you. So this, I came, I came into um, OA. Not, I had no clue what it was, and I was convinced to come in by my dear loving sister who could convince me of a lot. But I, was, I felt I was hopeless. I, you know, I was done. And of course I look back now and that was many years ago and I was way too young to be hopeless. And the book was not talked about when I first came into the program. You had to have, you know, perfection before you moved on, graduated. But it was the people. It was the sponsor, and I, I didn't know the sponsor. I couldn't walk out of that meeting with a food plan unless I had a sponsor, which, you know, they, that doesn't happen now, but it was the greatest gift that I was given because I would have walked out of there, and I would not have found a sponsor. I'm certain of it. So God was in charge the very first night, and the people at the at the meeting and I, I walked out of there I wasn't sure what I was feeling but it was hope when I look back now it was pure hope and it was a group of people that understood and it was the first time ever that I felt that my life and my recovery because I didn't know that word back then was as important as everybody else's and that's what I learned you know, from my sponsor. Eventually, I got into the book, and then my life changed completely. I mean, I certainly lived a life that I would never have expected, and I'm still living a life that is blessed. And I have, you know, pulled away because, you know, I'm, I'm stubborn. I got it. It's okay, God. I got it now. <laughs> and now I'm at a place that says, I don't got it at all and god and god does he speaks to me i hear that voice i hear that quiet voice nudging and edging and and guiding me into a life of happiness and joy and freedom even when there's a lot of sadness going on in my life you know i'm always and i and i'm very grateful that i'm um i came into vision months ago listened and listened and listened and and anybody who is relatively new just keep listening you know it was like the days when it was just keep coming just keep listening because this group 
and the sharing and the love is amazing. And and if you have an addiction, you don't think there's anything to hope for, just listen, because there's plenty to hope for. And I'm so I'm grateful. I'm grateful to this program. I'm grateful to all of you. And thank you for being on the line every day. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Annette F. from Florida for taking us out. Awesome. Okay, and thanks to everyone who shared today, and thanks for all of you who joined us who are listening on the line. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing today. So here's the share ID, pen and paper out. You can write this one down. The share ID for today, Tuesday, November 14th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, is 20,830. That's 20830. We're now going to close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Rena L. please read A Vision for You? Thanks, Jen. Hi, this is Rena L., uh, Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Toledo, Ohio. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.